Welcome back to the Troubleshooting Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Peters, my co-host, Craig Poston, where we talk about various topics, sharing our experiences on life and finances. What's up, man? What is going on? Uh, not much, man. Another week. Uh, uh, back at it. It's been a couple weeks, actually. We're just yeah. been, uh, releasing some of the some of the archive, or what I call it, in the vault. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, just to let everyone know that's that's exactly what's going on. So if it sounds inconsistent about dates and everything and four months, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, what's it called? Uh, life events and yeah, yeah, because yeah, you know, I, I think yeah, I, I don't even remember exactly what I on that the last one, which was uh, life's a beast. I'm here to yeah. I'm here to tame it. It's been so long since I, I got a chance to listen to the whole thing, you know. So yeah. I think that one was I in November or September. That was last year. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we we wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything uh, yeah. with the, keeping our consistency of putting out uh, different episodes. We just didn't want to get behind on that uh, to at least bring you something. We and we still have more in the vault. Uh, just has to be cleaned up also. Yeah, yeah. But if we have to do this again, because obviously, but annual training is coming up at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, so we yeah we'll, we'll, so we'll probably end up having more, or we'll end up doing some extras on um, on certain days uh, that we we kind of do more blabbing so <laughs> yeah uh, so you know i've been it was it was a little bit of promotion that we were doing for our show uh troubleshooting life uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you know remember i told you i was going on uh the radio show that's the yeah, radio show yeah, yeah, so yeah, so it's Rodriguez Radio, uh, which he has on Tuesdays, seven p.m. on AMP. If anyone like to listen uh, during that time, uh, he has pretty, he has good mu- music on there. And uh, the what we did, our theme was like southern music, uh, southern rap, southern R&B stuff like that. We, mm-hmm. yeah, so we uh, we had a good time on that, uh, and it gave me slots so I can keep talking about the things that we do and you know the things that we have in the future coming. What's up? Yeah, and if, if you get the link out, we'll put it in the description so people can check it out. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Uh, he also, also he was like, uh, you know, bring you on next time. Yeah, oh, so okay. the, yeah, so we could do it, do it together. Yeah. yeah well, when did you say it was? Uh, it's uh Tuesday at seven p.m. Central. Yeah, Central. Central Plus. We're in Texas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, speaking of Central, man, that that daylight savings thing like messed me up. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's actually on a on a trail weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had we had somebody else too oversleep. He uh, he he's a what you call uh, he likes to wake up natural, so no yeah. alarm clock, no yeah. alarm bed. Yeah, and uh, I feel it. yeah, so he uh, he missed, it. and I thought about him too, and I was man, I should call him, and I'm just like, no, no, he probably got it this time. Yeah, yeah, because he's a responsible guy. So I was like, yeah. no, he got it. Yeah, next thing you know, send a message. Oh, I'll, I'll be in late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of figured. Yeah, because which is good because some some days I actually wake up natural. So uh, yeah. if I get up at five thirty in the morning, sometimes I naturally just wake up without having to use an alarm clock, which. I enjoy because now I'm not awakened with a, a yeah. loud alarm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like, uh, so I, I did it at 530 as well in the morning, but sometimes like I'd be waking up like 430, 415, like yeah. just natural just because depending on like what time I go to sleep. Cause I try, I typically like, uh, try to have like an alarm or a reminder to go to sleep. Yeah. Like yeah, by a specific time, just so I can get like a decent amount of sleep because now that I don't have like to go through my masters, I don't have to do like extra work at night and stuff. Uh, to keep myself up, then I can actually, you know, go to sleep at a decent time and, you know, wake up at a, at a time that I want to wake up so yeah. I can get everything done in the morning. And honestly, I don't think 530 is too bad. I think 530 is a good time. It's like, it's not too early. It's just like, just early enough because yeah. at 530, there's not too many people out and around the, like on the streets and stuff. So if you want to go somewhere, like go to the gym real quick or go to work at that time, like, yeah, it's not too bad. Uh and then, or if you just kind of want to give yourself time, depending on like what time, like say if you're a regular nine to five person, if you wake up at 5.30, that's, you know, three and a half hours that you can have to yourself to kind of just like get everything done uh, yeah. or kind of get your mind right. And so, because I typically like, I'll wake up at like 5.30, but I'll take like 30 minutes to kind of, uh, or 15 to 30 minutes to kind of get my mind right. As yeah. I'm like just trying to make sure I'm focusing on what I need to do for the day, make sure, you know, I know I need to go work out, I need to get go to work when i'm at work what i have to do to to call it like a good day of work yeah uh and then stuff like meals for the day whatever it is right that i kind of just have on my mind or stuff to do for the day yeah no because i i definitely like to 
wake up at enough time where I can just, I can, you know, it's like getting your bearing, right? Like everything's yeah. coming, coming in. Like, cause uh, I hate when you, you wake up and you're all in a hurry, you wake up from the long yeah. and you're in a hurry. You, you still hadn't, you hadn't got your thoughts together. So then you leave and stuff, you know, but like giving yourself enough time, uh, with you like, you just, everything just comes to, and you're like, all right, so like, we're going to have a good day. Regardless yeah. of how your day turns out, you're still going to have a good day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the most important thing is like when you first wake up, it's like, that's how you're, you're exposing yourself for the day. And, uh, but like one of my things is like, even if I, I don't know, I've never like woken up bad. Like yeah. maybe if I was like, like forced to wake up, like if someone else woke me up other than like my own alarm waking me up, maybe it would have been bad. Uh, as in like it was unexpected. I didn't really want to probably do something right afterwards. Like, you know, especially when you're like active duty or you're like, <laughs> you got something like they have stuff for you to do like early yeah. in the morning. Like I used to hate early morning PT. Like we'd have to go out there like four thirty, five o'clock. I'm like, like why are we out here like like i work out by myself like i'm not i'm sorry that these other people don't work out but they need to go do some work like i'm doing work they can go do work as well well you know the crazy thing is i uh, i missed that right like so crazy. I, no so i'll say i say that i didn't want that and then when i don't have it that's when i miss it because like yeah I, we we show up together get ready to do pt and you know how you you know you you motivate each other, you yeah. know, you know, if somebody is running, like you're, you're running and then they're behind and you're like motivating them. Hey, keep up. Hey, get up there. Hey, you know, like, and then, uh, the same as like, uh, you know how if you're, you're running relay races or mm. you do, uh, like a hits, uh, type of circuit. Circuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that, you all, you motivate each other cause you're sucking together. So, right. He's like, yeah. all right. no, I'm getting up. I'm, cause I realize I'm sucking cause they suck. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying to suck one of the boys. Uh, you, you just hadn't had the right right workout, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I will say like some of them are pretty good, but uh, I, I don't mind doing like group PT. Do that. I actually enjoy group PT a lot because I think yeah. it, it uh, like you said, the, the sucking together kind of, uh, that sounds weird, but um, <laughs> uh, but the, the all together suck where uh, everyone kind of going to get similar pain and stuff. Uh, I like it more because the the natural competitiveness that kind of builds into it, as in like say if you're doing like uh, hill sprints or something, it's like a group of you like trying yeah. to get up there and like uh, you know say like the first one up there gets to rest for the next next sprint or something like that. Yeah, uh, and I used to love those like those competition based ones because I, I'm not a, like a highly competitive person, but I remember. Like in active duty, we would do like a lot of competitions for PT as in like, if you finish within like the top three people, you could leave PT like early. And I'm like, all right, but because now you're incentivizing the people that have actually already done the work and that can excel past the others, uh, where the others, they either haven't done the work or they're not putting in the work. So they have to continue to put in more work. And what was crazy is that, like, I would do that, like, we would do those, and I would just go work out anyways. Like, yeah. not necessarily with them or what they were doing, but, like, I would still go work out in the gym because I was there, and it was, it was just time to go to the gym, so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, like, just getting up, going to the gym. That, that does keep you motivated regardless, though. Like, you know, Oh, yeah, that's what I did. That's the first thing I do is, like, after getting my mind right, I just go straight to the gym. Yeah, because, you know, once you're there, you're like, I, I can't just go just lift a little something and then play around and leave. Like, you, just, you end up yeah. putting in work. That's how, how it ends up going for me. Like, yeah. I, I might hit up the elliptical to get the blood flowing. And then after that, you know, start hitting the weights, you know, unless it's an all cardio day, you know, it's all yeah. cardio day, then yeah, I'll do more on cardio side. Uh, cause sometimes, you know, you gotta, uh, you know, protect the legs, you know, cause if you constantly run and you, if you're not, I guess, built your body up for running constantly, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you, you can harm you know, hurt yourself so then uh like I, what i'll do is i'll substitute elliptical biking something like that in between save those joints yeah you know, so you can uh you know they last longer <laughs> yeah no yeah, that's a real big thing especially for like, a lot of people that are like ultra runners or, or marathon runners where they'll notice like their legs or joints or knees uh and can give out a lot quicker yeah uh, that's why like supplementing with like a bike or something is really good that's why i think a lot of people will go towards like uh uh cycling yeah uh, after being like a high cardio runner or like a high uh, high performance runner. Yeah, yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. One day I would like to train for like the triath triathlon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like uh, maybe like a, a smaller one though, not like a like a big one. Yeah. Uh, where where you get a run in and get then you fight, uh, cycling in and then swimming. Yeah. So now, did you ever do like a mud run or like a I, mudder? I did one. I can't remember what the what the actual name of, it, but it was one here. Uh, in San Antonio, and I, uh, I actually did one. And oh, I've seen it. It because uh, I went there too. But you have the shirt 
for it. It was the one over in Forestville, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, the one with the monkey on it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it was a fun run or a mud run. It, it was something. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the same shirt. I remember seeing you with the shirt on. And I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I'd definitely been there. And I, I had that as like a workout shirt. Yeah. And I totally forgot to mention it to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. So, yeah, we did that while I, uh, while I was on active duty, it was like yeah. with us. They were just doing something, and it was it wasn't bad. Uh, the only thing is, like afterwards, because I had on um, what you call them, uh, it, and not leggings. What do you call them? tights? Yeah, or, or whatever you want to call them. Oh, like, yeah, compressors. Compression, yeah, compressions on, yeah. Uh, and when uh, I, I got done, the mud had yeah, it was, was like soaked in. Yeah, and yeah. it hardened, and like as I I had to peel it off of me. Yeah, be like because. It's all the mud, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but it was fun though. Um, yeah, yeah I remember like, that one. That one was good because that was back in like 2019, I think, 2018, something like that. Yeah, yeah it might have been 19 because it was before I, I left active duty. So, like, yeah, uh, it was 2019 because I remember we went out because uh, Adrian was there with me too. Um, and she because uh, what she did is she volunteered and she was working the thing, and then which allowed them to do like a free race and something else, and it was like free parking. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it was like a, me and a bunch of guys from from work, uh, from from my old job, and uh, it was it was fun. Like it was really, yeah. really cool. Uh, I couldn't do like a lot of the. There was one part where like I I like ripped my hands open, uh, because I was like I can't remember if it was like the monkey bars, like one of the ropes, but like you just like uh, yeah, you like cut up in my hands. So like uh, there was parts where you like you had to grab things after that, and yeah. I was like crap, I can't because like I, my hands just like bleed. Yeah, yeah. No, it was actually it was actually pretty cool though. Like uh. And then it was, was like it just you or a group of people. No, it was a group of us. And then like uh, it's like I guess it was this pond. They uh, they sectioned it off where you go through this pond. Yeah, and they and you're, yeah, you're carrying the the weight. Right? I don't know if I was carrying a weight. I, I don't know what the hell. I, I can't remember now. I I think that's where I ended up getting so muddy was going through that because everybody yeah. was going through it. And yeah. I actually know it was another part that was muddy because I think we had to go under something. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, it was, but it was fun though. Uh, it was uh, that was definitely a good morale builder right there. Yeah, yeah, uh, it. What, I'm trying to think what else we, we the different things. Cause just like how you said that, uh, old thing, I think it might've been like, you had to, uh, get across, but it's like these bars or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They had that. Um, they had like a rope, they had a rope wall near the end. Yeah. Uh, I think near the beginning, they have like the hills of like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dirt where you're like, of course you have to go down, but they're like, they got pretty steep as you would. Yeah. run up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they, they would have like platforms and stuff that you'd have to keep going up towards. Yeah, I just kind of kept a pace going. I wasn't trying to like charge yeah. the heel. I was just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I just kept a little running, little, little, little jogging, uh, like <laughs> trying to yeah. keep it going. Yeah, but it was no, that was that, that was pretty fun uh, for my first one of those. Um, we had somebody else. He was a CW three, and he he was starting to go to a a lot of those type of events where he was trying to gain all the medals because like you could put the medals together at the end. This was like I think these might have been the actual Tough Mudders or something. Yeah, like the Tough Mudders are the Spartan races. Spartan races, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Spartan races. Because then at the once you do all the big races, you can put the medals together and they, um, mm, I guess, like a puzzle or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it, how it worked. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but no, he. Uh, but that was pretty cool uh, that he was doing that. And, I like those because it, it doesn't feel like very cardio intensive. Uh, and like, there's a lot of like different activities you got to do. Yeah. I think one of them like you got to like pull a tire or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a decent amount of those. No, it, it's just, uh, it's funny that we have stuff like that, but then I was like active duty when I was at Fort Bragg, and like literally they, they'll form something just like that. Like, yeah. uh, I but think us. Yeah, yeah, we, I think we called it, uh, one was like a renegade challenge, because uh, mm -hmm. that was our, the company that we're a part of, or that's the, the name, you know, everyone gives their, their company an actual name or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, the other one was called, they called it a SAR, oh, sorry, 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 a SAW challenge. And basically it's a sapper athlete warrior. Yeah, in my head. yeah so like those, man, I was like, man, it, like it's an eight mile ruck march. And in between you do all these different uh, obstacles. Yeah. Uh, yeah so like they, they become really long and then you start to, so you have the different companies there, but they all, everyone starts at a different time. Mm -hmm. And, so say I think we started like midnight. Started at midnight. I don't think we finished about fifteen hundred the next day. Mm -hmm. And it was like yeah. So like between the the all the different obstacles and uh, some things you had to wait uh, to do because like uh, once everybody end up coming to an, an area and that's where you can get your rest in when it's like everyone ends up in one area and uh, it was another one too where we 
we had to lift these boulders mm. um, and put them on top of, I can't even remember the hell what the hell we had to put these, but we had to pick these boulders up and put them on top of that, but you do it by self. And then- Yeah, it's a it's an Alice carry. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, uh, some of those things, I think they weighed like an engine or like a transmission. Yeah. It was like, pretty <laughs> damn heavy. That's, a, that's a, <laughs> one of the strongman competitions is yeah. an Atlas carrier, Atlas. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was, it was, it was really good. Uh, I mean, now that I think about it at the time, it probably was sucking, but yeah, it, it, yeah. it like now thinking about it, I was like, yeah, uh, what's the, the chances of me doing stuff like that, you know, on a regular basis, you know, like without paying for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> true, 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 true. But like, I mean, one of the biggest things is uh, it's mandatory fun at every fun. So yeah, that's yeah, that's basically what it was. It was uh, a way that the unit can. Uh, I guess this is how the the battalion commander was ensuring that his unit was in good shape, and then we're having fun at the same time. So like you you do things to help train, but then it's fun. Like just like I'll mention to people about the shoot house, yeah, you know, where we you go in as close quarters and they show you a letter and a number, but you have to hit these um, mm. uh, uh, as you go through. So you got your M4 and um, you got to make sure you hit these letters and numbers as you go through and, you know, to, to, to win at that competition, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, yeah, stuff like that was cool. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, besides that, you know, when you think about the glory days there, <laughs> with my the goals, glorious days. yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, goals, man, for me, I, I haven't really, uh, uh, set out to have any small goals. Uh, it, I'm repeating last year goals in a sense, right? Cause I want to kind of like keep building on this one, uh, yeah. where how I'm trying to save money and trying to buy property, trying, you know what I'm saying? Trying to build on my main goal of what I want to do and that's to uh, gain more assets. And, mm-hmm. and also it put me in that mindset of like just, you know, buying assets over, uh, I guess, in a consumer type products, right? And recently, you know, I bought a, a, a vehicle. It definitely was not an expensive vehicle, but I bought <laughs> I bought yeah. one, but it's because I um, was already looking at my other car, and I was like, just right now, it's in the garage, and I still hadn't finished working on it because it needs control arms on it, upper and lower control arms, and uh, I, I changed the brake pads because that was another issue, and then I changed the, the wagon. No, not the wagon. The the wagon is what uh, what I bought, which is slightly it's it's not even new. It's it's just it's a it's a car. It's a 2014. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a fun project, but it's also a family car, so that's why I picked it. But no, the you know my normal everyday car, man, like the Fusion, like yeah, the, yeah. So like that one, I um, it's it's gotten to a point where things are starting to fail on it, and I gotta fix it. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, so oh, it was a Fusion. It's a 2010. Yeah, like now the suspension parts are starting to fail on it, so I'm like, all right, I gotta get in here and replace this stuff. Uh, and you know, it's it's more of a daily driver. It's still a strong car. It's just it requires a little work right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, so yeah, I mean that that's that's really my my goals and uh i try to like i said if i'm gonna buy something that's a consumer product i put a lot of thought into it um all the reason why i bought that that car the 2014 it was because i i need i knew i was going to need a family car i also wanted the dog to be in the car if we wanted to go somewhere and you know it's just and it was something i could make into a project at the same time yeah and so that's why i picked that and but then you know all the other things i'm trying to make sure i keep my mindset to assets and then and if i can build on assets each year even if I have to go as slow as each year, at least I'm building. I'm moving a step forward. forward right? yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I look at my goals as of right now. Just a kind of repeat of last year and try to get mm-hmm. better at making that a, a, a more, I guess, a, a hard target where I'm actually hitting it instead of like uh, just saying I'm doing it, you know? Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. At least growing on your, your current goals because, you know, there's, there's going to be like those overarching goals for like life. Yeah. You know, like what do I see myself doing? What do I see myself having? What do I see myself or my, my family uh, doing in the future or, or being like, um, so like your yearly goals could still be milestones in the overarching uh, overarching life goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, you're doing any, uh, what are your goals, man, right now? Goals right now, dude, I really don't have too many goals. So uh, it's tax time has already come cut or has come in and, and still going. I still got to go through those. Yeah, because uh, I've always been terrible about like uh, not necessarily capturing. Okay, no, no, that's definitely the part that I'm bad at is, is capturing the expenses, accumulating expenses. I have not been bad at. Yeah, that's all I do is <laughs> accumulate the expenses. Yeah, uh, but I have like a good tracker, and so it's just making sure that I now that I have multiple properties, I I totally like blanked on. Um, like so, for example, if I go to Lowe's uh, for something, I didn't annotate what it was for. Or yeah. which property it was for, 
Uh, I can kind of guesstimate like based on the time frame it was and like probably the amount. And if I look back at like my transactions, I, I'm sure I could uh, figure it out. But that's just like those specific things I have to figure out right now. Um, it is, you know, what did I, what I spent and what can be counted against uh, the income. So, but uh, yeah, trying to hopefully knock that out uh, this weekend or next, um, just so I can get all that submitted to my CPA and see how that comes out. Other than that, uh, and I can't remember when the last time we recorded or if there was a, a good time we recorded, but uh, a couple times ago we I talked about like how I had had to uh, go through a tenant and, and basically evict them uh, from the place because they you know weren't able to pay for the place. So I was able to get that all figured out. Um, and then I was able to get tenants into the place now. And I ended up going through so much what I use for my uh, single family property or what I use when I first bought my first property is uh, I got roommates. So, you know, there's, there's roommates in the, in that unit, uh, Jen, you know, I was kind of going through a few different things, uh, like mentally as on what I was trying to calculate as an, uh, profitability wise yeah. and certain things of control. Uh, and I, it was more timeline wise that kind of came down to roommates or just fully tenanted out. And I had both options out there and I actually had people for both as in I had people that were signing up for roommates and people that were signing up just to rent out the entire place. And it was a lot of back and forth, but I just decided to do the roommate thing and it seemed to, seems to be working right now. So, but, uh, we'll see how it continues to go on. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's a good update though. Yeah, you're getting it resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of pain, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah but it, you learn something. Yeah, right? so, I agree. That, yeah, so I mean, but that's all what life is about, right? Uh, I mean, we we take the experiences that we have, we learn from them. Yeah, if you didn't learn from them, then that's the problem, right? It, you you're just gonna keep repeating the same thing over and over again. But then now that you know this, you know a way to protect yourself to keep yeah. that from happening again. Yeah. But I mean, you say so, you are the problem. <laughs> hey, hey, that's hey, that's a better way. Like, okay, all right. Well, if I'm the problem, how can I solve it? Right? Yeah, like, there you go. man. I get every type of thing. How can I keep from uh, running to the same wall or stomping my foot on the same chair every time? You know, like <laughs> yeah, banging my head against the same wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So the, no, that's, that's that's good to hear that you're getting that straightened out and coming up with good ideas for it. Yeah. Uh, how's the how the house you got in uh, this city? Oh, it's doing it's doing okay. It's uh the. It's turned over to a property manager. They actually, I don't know if, if I showed you pictures or anything like that, but like they actually did really good with uh, straightening that out because uh, I thought I was going to have to spend a lot of money trying to renovate a kitchen. And then they came up with this quick idea of like painting the cabinets. I think that's what they did because it looks, they look good. And then they also um, turned the, the knobs the correct way, the handles the correct way, uh, you know, because it was, they were slanted. I didn't understand why they did this. So, and then mm-hmm. whoever had it before, they did that to all the cabinets throughout the house, the bathroom, everything. And the property manager went through, they painted the fireplace. They, um, they, you know, straightened out some things on the wall. They actually put a backsplash in the kitchen. I was like, man, like I was looking at Lowe's and Lowe's was getting expensive. And it was like uh, $15,000 for Lowe's. Yeah. These people did this. They corrected, corrected the issue with the, the it's gas line and did the painting and straightened out things in different areas of the house, and it cost me three three thousand dollars. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that that lets you know about getting the experience of other people who know how to handle these things. You yeah. know, and that was one reason to go with a property manager versus like doing everything by myself. Uh, with, well, there's more than one reason. One, I was trying. I want to get another property, so that that requires me to already start putting this one up for rent. So, and they they were able to hey, uh, get that going for me a lot quicker. Uh, like, oh, I would have been still at a standstill trying to figure out, okay, who can I hire to do this? Who can I, you know? And, and instead, they found somebody to do all of it in one time go. So, mm, that's so that's really cool. Yeah. So, but it's the you know one of the things that that I'm learning right is um try to utilize the the. The resources that you have available uh uh even when i'm like reading a book you know, like i was telling you about the uh, uh long david distance real estate yeah uh, david green one yeah yeah basically that was one of the things he was talking about is like leveraging the people who are already in the area the market that you're trying to go into or or that you're in uh to help you make better decisions and mm-hmm. that was that was like a i was like dang one of the things he one thing he talked about and that was it and it was just now with this is learning how to hire property managers for any other property I want to do. Like mm-hmm. understanding the right questions I ask them. So I know that they know how to do quick turnarounds. They know how to get in there and get the contract to do the, the work. So we can in 30 days, get the house uh, on the market so we can get, get it rented out, you know? Mm-hmm. 
stuff like that. So, uh, but now I know what to ask and I know uh, how to be a little bit more serious or deliberate. Here it is more deliberate about what I'm I'm looking for when uh, I, I'm trying to get a property manager. Yeah. No, that's good, man. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like right now I don't, I don't like I was uh, calling the guy uh, and, but it's, I know it's during spring break, but it doesn't really matter. Right. There's a business is a business. So I'm, I'm calling and leaving messages and I hadn't heard anything yet. And I'm like, okay. All right. And I know it's only been a week. So I was like, all right, cool. I, I, I'm trying to, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm learning of what to ask a property manager, understand if they're very communicative. Cause a lot, uh, 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 a lot of what I've read from reading a book, not all property managers are there are they like to communicate a lot, right? Yeah. They they want the owner to go away and let them handle yeah, and let them handle everything. And uh, you have to look out for that and see, you know, because if you want a property manager to kind of give you more responses, you know, in between, tell me, hey, where are you at this? Where are you at that? You know, uh, then you need to ask those questions at the beginning. If not, you're gonna get the property manager that that's gonna just do everything for you, send you the bill, and tell you, hey, you know, I'll talk to you when I get a chance to talk to you, you know, but. If you want something more, then you need to you need to voice it before you sign the contract with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Good lesson learned. Yeah. So that that's something. That's what I was saying. Learning what what questions to ask uh, a property manager. But yeah, that's yeah. So far, that's, yeah, that's what I, I got going on. And you know, still trying to make time to read uh, throughout. You know, busy days at work and stuff like that. I'm gonna convert to audiobooks at some point, bro. Uh, <laughs> I know, but I do. I do like. I like them, but I, it's just something about holding the book and reading it, and uh, yeah, and then like it, it yeah, man, like <laughs> no, it don't it don't hit the same. I promise. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that worth the feeling. <laughs> yeah, well, they, well, so our topic, man, we got no such thing as a life better than yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I got that one. Uh, pulled that from J. Cole. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I've definitely listened to Jake Holger for a long time now, but uh, one of the songs called Love Yours, it's like part of the, the lyrics that there's no such thing as the life that's better than yours. Yeah. And, you know, that one hit like pretty good. I mean, it, it's a pretty old song. It's not like a, a new song or a new track, but uh, there are definitely parts of life where I like, I've thought the opposite as in like, yeah, life could totally be better than this, than what I'm going through right now. Yeah. Uh, like, especially when you're broke and you, you don't have money, you can't really feed yourself really paying like rents and utilities there, there's definitely a lot of those thoughts that kind of go through your mind oh but uh but yeah no so there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours and i remember when i had the opportunity to, to speak at my my graduation my college graduation uh i was going to use that in there but funny story is that like i only read like i think a third or maybe like half of my uh my speech because like people started clapping and then I just started walking away from the, the podium. <laughs> like, uh, and it, it, was, it was funny because I, I didn't finish it and that was going to be part of it is that like one of my, I guess, takeaways from life because during that time of, of going through school, that's when I was really struggling as in, uh, like I said, I was having a hard time paying for, for rent, like all the other stuff on top of that. Uh, I was going to school at night, but, you know, I ended up figuring it out like six months or, or a year into it uh, um, by getting like a, a better paying job, of course, uh, working in the fields, getting certifications, um, you know, continuously working. And actually around the time that I, I graduated was when I joined Novetta, now AFS, but was around the time I joined Novetta. And uh, yeah, I kind of both embraced it. Like the, there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours as in, uh, you may, may look at other people's lives and you may think it's like greener on their side for whatever reason, maybe because they have stuff where they don't have to have certain worries that you do. But in all reality, like your life is yours. Yeah. It's the only one you got. And I, in my opinion, there isn't anything better than your life. Like don't try to reminisce in other, other people's lives, make yours just better. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And I guess it can go along the lines of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what is that? The the Joneses, what is that? Keeping up with yeah, the Joneses. Up with Joneses. Yeah, yeah. So in a sense, that's kind of the same thing. If you're looking at someone else's life and not looking at yours, and yeah, in a sense, you're trying to keep up with somebody else's life, not not yours. And it, I I I don't really have an issue with that at at all because I kind of just try to do my own thing, just like even how I bought that wagon. Nobody, yeah, not a lot of people are gonna like buy a wagon. Twenty fourteen wagon. Yeah, yeah, because that's not a that's not a, a American style thing to do. No, like, it's not flashy. It's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I went with something like that where I can have fun with it instead. Um, I mean, the the other thing of 
not falling into that trap is like uh i think you have it in here is like you're 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 trying to be what's that grateful for the things that you you do have right mm. or show appreciation for the things that you do have because that that's one of the points you made it on on this one but i guess uh if that's so practicing mindfulness right that's you know that would be one of those things so have you how you have it here is like uh mindfulness is the practice of being present in the moment and fully engaged in what you are doing um that yeah so i guess just being aware right that's pretty much how how this uh definition is really is it's being being aware of like who uh what are you doing and what where are you going or just uh just understanding what what you what do you really want do you want somebody else's life or do you want your own life right do you want to be like is in, in the end of the day you when a person is going for a certain thing, that's the thing that they think is going to make them happy. So happy. So if you're trying to follow their path and they don't even know if that's going to make them happy, you know, what, what, you know, what does that do for you? Right. Sure. So you could be chasing a fake goal that somebody's doing. So like, and in a sense, I do like that. Whereas, you know, you understand that this, there's no light better than yours. Before I miss it, I think, uh, uh, you had another point in here also where like learn to appreciate the small things. And like yeah. and and not take anything for granted. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's a, that's a, that's a big one right there. But how how do you look at that one? So appreciating the small things. Um, you know, I'm I'm one of those people I never wanted to do like the keep up with the Joneses type thing. I've yeah. always wanted to kind of just do my own stuff and, and figure it out. Um, but I've also like never looked at someone's life and or I can't say never. I'm sure I have before. But as I've like kind of grown as a person, I uh, I don't look at someone's life and say, "Hey, I wish I had that." Yeah, because I try to. So my my biggest thing is gratitude first and foremost. Um, I'm grateful that you know I have a roof over my head. Grateful that I don't worry about food, about the the necessities we have in life. Uh, grateful that you know I have the certain opportunities that maybe a lot of people don't. Uh, even something as simple as like joining the military. A lot of people would like. Well, everyone can join the military. Well, that's not true. Not everyone can join the military. And there, I, I promise you, there's people out there that would love to be able to join the military just to get out of the situation that they're in, and they can't, right? Um, yeah, no, just, just entertain those small things. Just be glad that you woke up in the morning. Yeah. Right? And, and one of my biggest things, though, like, uh, for, for those that have seen me, I have like, a, a scar on the back of my head, right? Uh, I know when I was not necessarily younger, like, it probably was a couple of years ago, I would wake up and the first thing I would do would be touch the scar, right? And the reason why is because, you know, there was a point where I necessarily wasn't supposed to be here, right? Like I have a scar because like, and, and the story behind it is that, you no, know, when I was born or before I was born, my lungs were filling up with fluid, right? So yeah. they, they had to do a procedure uh, while still in, in the lung and they were able to take the lung or the, the, the fluid out of my lungs. Uh, but as they were pulling out the, the tool, it, it scratched the back of my head and that's why I have the scar. Um, and a lot of people could say that, you know, all of those doctors suck, you know, they, they could have done a better job. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm still alive. Yeah. Right? I'm here. So what they did worked and I'm not going to like discount them or, or disrespect them for doing that. Could they have done a better job? Yeah, maybe, but, but who cares? Um, that wasn't the point. Uh, they didn't you know probably the best they could. And that's just about it. Um, so that's where like a lot of my, my gratitude comes from is just, you know, there's a point where I probably couldn't have been here. So, uh, yeah, but then uh, and then the little things like it's just small things. Like I remember, so when I was broke, one of the only things I could really afford was like eggs and stuff because like it's a it's very cheap, but it's like a decent amount of protein in it. So for people that you know want to prioritize protein other than like milk and stuff, yeah, uh, eggs are pretty pretty cheap to get. Uh, probably not nowadays. Like it's getting pretty expensive out there for some eggs. Uh, but uh, but no, yeah. So like uh, what I would do is I did like a five dozen thing of eggs, and, and that's a lot of eggs. That's sixty eggs. Uh, just to pick up. Uh, but yeah, so I would, I would get the five dozen eggs and that's basically all we would eat were like eggs and bread or eggs and tortillas and, and stuff like that. Uh, so what I would do, even if I had money, I would still go and buy the five dozen eggs and I would, I would just make it as like a, a reminder to myself that, you know, you weren't always here. Like you didn't always have money. You didn't always have wealth. You didn't have all the things you, you have now. So to just kind of, you know, remind yourself that it could go away. It, it's possible. So, yeah. Yeah, man. You, you never really told me the story too about, you know, the scar. Honestly, I thought, I thought you was just like kind of the rest of us, you know, badass kids and yes. uh, it, it must your head somewhere. Cause that, honestly, that's how I got my scar in my head. Uh, it's kind of hard to see cause uh, my hair grows over it, but like I ran into a wall as a kid. Like, mm -hmm. So I kind of, I kind of thought it was the same thing, but yeah, they, they hear that, uh, the, that's, 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 you know. I, I got the stories too. I remember one time I was, uh, so I don't know if you ever been to like a, uh, like old parking lots where they didn't have the, the cement things, they had chains. 
you know, like kind of block off the areas. And yeah. I thought, you know, I could float on the chain. And so I just like sat on the chain, picked my feet up and knocked myself out. Because uh, it was on gravel right there or yeah. whatever the rocks were right there. So, yeah, that was a good little experience too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that experience you don't want to have again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, no, that's... Hey, everyone. Quick interruption. I just wanted to say from both Craig and I, thank you for taking the time to listen to us and our random rambling about life. If you have enjoyed this and think even one other person will enjoy this, then please share out this link, whether you found us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other platform. It costs no money and little time, but would have a great positive impact for our podcast and brand. All right, enough with the shameless plug. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, yeah. So the the next thing is uh, cultivating gratitude. And uh, what you got down here is cultivate gratitude involves being thankful for what you have and the little things in life. Yeah. Yeah. So then kind of like I was just going through is like gratitude is kind of just what I kind of base my, my life on. So that's just like one of the, I guess, tenets or principles that I have is that just be grateful for what you have. And it's not to say that you shouldn't want more as a, like say if, if someone was not making a lot of money and was like, well, at least I have a roof over my head. At least I have, you know, food. Uh, or a place to be fed and stuff like that um, and not strive for more as in, yes, you have all those things, but you could also have more uh, or you could also offer more as in, yes, you have a roof over your head, but who doesn't have a roof over their head that could have a roof over their head because of you, right? And it doesn't add, doesn't necessarily mean like you have to house people that don't have roofs over their head, but say if you build a business, Right, that business makes money. You hire employees. Those employees are making money because of what you did. Right, that is like another way to 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 look at growing something and growing something for other people as well. Yeah. No. I, again, I, I try to be thankful. I, I don't say that I, I recognize all the little things, but I do try to be thankful for a lot of the large things. Uh, I, I basically just I focus more on the not so much of having a roof over my head and that's the thing i think that that's the small things right uh i i I have food to put on my table all that good stuff right Uh, i just think about like just the appreciation right just appreciation of the 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 fact that i can keep gaining my health right like um you know you know continue to work out continue to try you know try my best to eat healthy i I don't always (laughs) do a great job at it that's in the office man (laughs) <laughs> not just snacks man but like you know if you stop by the store you're like you know what i haven't had that in a while Let's try that that's a guy he's like good dude look at me <laughs> yeah 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 so uh but yeah when it, it comes to just having just a just appreciation for uh like i said for the things that i i do i do have to make a better way for um uh well let's see I, i'm trying to think because i know i wrote down some things that i, I think i you know appreciate uh yeah, I think for me, like it was really the my all my gratitude, all my uh, things that I I do have. It's the fam- like having a family, right? Uh, so just uh, the one knowing that when I work hard, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for my family, right? Yeah. So and I try to I, I let my wife and kids know that that when I'm I put in that extra time at work. It's not for me. Yes, it it helps me also. But if it was left up to me, then I mean I could live in the smallest apartment I could, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could drive the, the ugliest car. It did, you know, the, un, the most unsafe car it doesn't matter. It's me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but when you, you know, you know, you start doing it for someone else, I feel like things start to, you know, open up the door, start to open up a little bit more. Cause then, you know, it's not a selfish thought put into it. If I know I need to, uh, you know, give my family a better standard of life or, you know, I, I'm trying to quality of life. That's the word. Yeah. A better quality of life. Right. And then understanding that. that and that's why I say, I appreciate them. I show them that, Hey, this is why I do this. I do this for you guys. If I work long hours, yes, I got it. I just like doing a great job of what I'm, what I'm there. I'm put there to do. Right. But in the end it's for them. So like, and uh, I'll try to make sure I show appreciation or tell them that, uh, you know, that the things I have, it, I would not have anything if it wasn't for them. And uh, so, like, I guess those are my ways of showing that I have, you know, uh, gratitude. Uh, but I guess I do need to add that more into my life, right? Try to find other small things to be thankful for, to just to, you know, uh, you know, just to feel happy, right? Yeah. You know, understand that, that life is more than just going to work and buying assets or whatever, we, you know what I'm saying? Whatever we think we're set out to do, right? Yeah. 
I think having that sense of, uh, sense of us versus I, or yeah. as in like, I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for, for the family. I'm doing it for, for us. I'm doing it for them. Whatever yeah. it is, is, like you say, you can't expand certain possibilities or opportunities where you kind of figure things out, uh, better because there's someone else that's on the line. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's kind of like, kind of like me, man. I, I really, again, the, the things that I try to do is, uh, just show gratitude to, for like, before I can st- make the next step, understand what I have now. If I don't understand what I have now, then what, you know, what is the next thing is going to do? Right. That's like how, I mean, I guess we talk about when it comes to, if you're, you're terrible at budgeting or understanding your money before you become a millionaire, well, all you're going to be is just a millionaire with millionaire problems instead of like understanding that the things you can do with the money, right. The yeah. things that help you grow, you just, you, it doesn't matter how much money you make. You're just going to have more, more problems with it. Yeah. So like, and, and I guess it's, that's kind of like my way of like, okay, let me, let me, you know, understand why am I doing this? And you show gratitude to the things that you already have. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And I like your, your next one too, is uh, slowing down. Uh, yeah. Cause I definitely, I had a thought on this one. Right. Uh, and in our fast paced world, it, it can be easy to rush through life without taking the time to savor the little things. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah. So uh, one, it always brings me to mind of the thing we like to do, uh, so we go to Broken Bow, Oklahoma, uh, where we go to, we rent a cabin and we hang out as, as family. We have different families in these, in these cabins and we all just we cook, we play games, do karaoke, watch movies. It's kind of, you know, we do all these things together. And, and the one beauty is like you get reception. It's just not the greatest reception. So like if you need to make a call, you just make sure it's an important call, like calling other family members, right? <laughs> Like, but when it comes to work, work is no longer, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's like, oh, I'm long, yeah, long way from my, my mind when I'm there. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why I like doing that. And we're, we're going to try to do it again this year, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, that, cause it definitely, it's a way to slow down. Uh, you can actually sit back and actually think about your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, you, then you understand what your true goals is when you're actually in the company of good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I especially after you said you're like, you're disconnected, right? Yeah. You're disconnected from. And then yes, what kind of contributes to the, the fast-paced portion of life is that we're all interconnected. As in, you know, I can message someone that I haven't seen for like ten years, and yeah. you could catch up, and you could talk about all these things, or you know, everyone could have an emergency all in once for, for whatever, or what seems to be a perception of emergency. As in, you know, someone's not, or someone's going through something, someone isn't uh, getting things right, uh, something at work is happening, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So all those can like really calm down into that that fast pace because you're so accessible all the time. If you make yourself inaccessible, like you said, going to a place where there's not a lot of perception, it can slow down basically everything, or it feels like everything's slowing down because you're not yeah. always needed. You're all, you're not always being needed to or, or uh, with. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're very intentional with that, like, so if you're, so th- there was a time where I wouldn't even take my boat into my room. Yeah. Uh, and it was just something I heard from Mel Robbins, and I think she's, like, Tony Robbins' wife or something like that. Um, yeah. But she had, like, a lot of good uh, business advice and, like, personal advice. And one of the things I think was that TED Talk that she said was that she, she doesn't bring her, her phone into the room. The reason yeah. why was because you get so glued to it, you focus on it so much, you're... Even if you're doing something like reading, something that's constructive, uh, even if you're reading, all that light in your in your eyes can be detrimental. The technology being around and can be detrimental. The that always urge to have it next to you can be like kind of like uh, bad for your health. Yeah. Um, so what I would do is I would keep it in the in the like living room area, and I'll just keep it over there. Um, yeah, that worked for like I think three or six months. Uh, but when I got roommates and stuff, it, I felt uncomfortable just keeping it out there. I mean, I don't think they would ever touch it because it's a crappy phone, anyways. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, because I also noticed that uh, no, I I felt like when I did that, I also wasn't always on alert as often. Like I didn't have a need to go get something, so I was kind of just like lazy, or not necessarily lazy. I just uh, I didn't feel that that high sense of urgency when I didn't have my phone on. Because yeah. I didn't, I didn't have that those notifications about someone sending me up or whatever it is. But I mean, I could probably do it now. And I might, I might end up going back to do it just to, like you said, slow down. So I'm just keep a journal next to my bed and just yeah. write down things that I need to look up at some point or think about. Yeah, and I can. I have done that before about the just leave it in the living room, but that's just because I was too lazy to go back and get it. 
You're right. <laughs> but the uh, other thing I do is uh, if you, you keep it in the same room, just keep it away from the bed. So like, yeah. uh, like I I try to keep it as far away. So like, uh, I'll have it charge like. So we got this little nook area. So I'll have it charge in that area and uh and then the bedroom. Like I'll just you know try to keep all electronic devices away. Even though like I keep a laptop near, but it, you know what I'm saying stuff like that because. Sometimes uh, with my, I have a little small lab that I like to work in on, you know, to keep doing IT things, build a new skill, whatever, right? And yeah, so what I would do is just have my laptops near, but I never, I kind of just put them down. When it's time for me to actually go to sleep, I put it down and call it a day, right? And then mm. same with my phone, like I'll set the alarm, but I, uh, I'll put, I'll put it away, uh, put it in that, uh, just far away from the bed as possible. So uh, if uh, if I hear a buzz, I won't hear it because it's on carpet. So right, yeah. So that's that's another another way. You just turn it, you know, face down. Turn it face down. Plug it into the charger. And, yep, <laughs> go get to bed. Yeah. No, I feel like, and actually like for so for my phone, they actually have a, a feature for that, and that if you turn it face down, yeah, because automatically like do not disturb mode. Oh, okay. So, I think it's like the things are like flipping shush or flipping flipping silent, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because like I typically do that, and I don't, I don't always want that. So yeah. definitely turn that off because I was. Like say if someone actually like calls, like I wouldn't receive it because it's in do not disturb mode, and I just look at my phone down that way anyway. So yeah, it's it's a weird feature. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So I guess uh, yeah, that's a good way for slowing down. And uh, again, just going uh, getting away. I mean, cruises is another a good. I know we talked about it before, uh, where I went on this cruise and the reception, you are not getting in at right. So that's a good way to slow down. Yeah. Uh, so so pretty much in my in my world traveling. Is a good way to slow down just to get away from everything and then and just leave work completely behind. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, like, so, like, now for work, so we, we use a, an app in called Slack. And if people don't know what Slack is, it's just a, a big messaging. Yeah. Uh, you know, almost like an internal, like, social media type thing. Um, but uh, I used to have it on my phone and now I don't have it on my phone. I have a from a company's one because they, they locked it down. Um, so, like, when I, when I went on the trip and stuff, uh, last year, it was hard for me to get access to it, so it was hard for. It felt good, like it felt like good not having to yeah. worry about like if someone's hitting me up um, or someone's trying to communicate something to me. And granted, it was just like for a few days, but yeah, it was it was relaxing. It was it was more relieving, I should say. So it was kind of creating some type of anxiety for you, right? Like with, with yeah. having it, yeah, yeah. Well, having it, yeah, having it. I will say, or not having it. Can create some sort of anxiety. So, for example, like when I go to site and stuff, I don't have always yeah. access to it. So, I do have like that that anxiety that someone is it needs me, right? Or or I mean, they don't need me, and like it's other embellishments or or uh, hyperboles. But I, if someone needs me or needs something that I can provide, that then yeah, I, I have that anxiety. And I think it's just like my personality. I'm a high supportive person, so yeah. I just want to be of of help or of service to someone. Uh, so when there's like so something as easy as communication that that like really feeds into my personality as in uh if someone's coming to you hey i need help with this this and this and it's something i have a quick answer for then like it just feeds my personality so so when i don't have access to that or i know when i feel like i need access to that it, it causes uh, anxiety but when i'm like on vacation or if I, if it's on the weekend and i don't have access to it then i don't feel as as high anxiety about it yeah, so I guess I, uh, we'll get down to our next point here. Um, taking notice of details. All right. Uh, when you take notice of details of your environment, you can start to pre- appreciate the little things that you might have otherwise overlooked. Right. So I don't know if you ever, when you go for a run, do you ever look around? No, I like, like, run, bro. Running clucks. <laughs> well, I'm reading it. Nope. <laughs> well, uh, I go for runs and I walk. I walk the dog and... And what I like to do is just kind of uh, enjoy uh, nature a little bit. So especially if you go to a park, right? Because uh, we we have quite a few parks around here that have good trails on it, yeah. and you, you just enjoy enjoy the environment that you're in. And then uh, uh, what I've learned on a it was a documentary I was watching. It was about time, and it was saying when you go to nature, like your your time starts to slow down. You start to lose mm-hmm. track of time and what's going on, which is to me is a good thing. That means that your mind is elsewhere. It's not thinking about your problems. Uh, you're, you're not thinking about what what you need to go do, and then so like I, I like to go for uh, uh, walks or runs and kind of just look around, kind of uh, you know breathe the air, which you gotta breathe anyway, especially if you're running. 
you take good deep breaths, but, uh, those things help me relieve stress. So then that's, uh, uh, to me, I know this is, you know, you know, uh, talking about, you know, that your life is not better that, you know, no life is, uh, better than the one that you have. Right. But these are ways that you can appreciate the life that you have by just enjoying the simple moments, uh, simple, the, the, the things like that are already around you. Think about work as we say in the military uh working out is for free right like it's, yeah. it's free so you just get just get out there do something relieve the stress think about the things that are are enjoyable in your life and don't think about the things that other people have uh and 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 if i you know think back to the times where i was i mean i didn't <laughs> i didn't have a lot right like so i think about the times like when you start your life out you don't normally have a lot uh unless someone has already put something in play for you you know to help you along your path but, uh, you know, if you, uh, when I had an empty apartment, right. So like I, I, what I would do is always think about, uh, the things that did have. Right. And, uh, that's, that's kind of like where the gratitude came from. Cause I was, I think I might've mentioned before in the podcast, like I had this you know, apartment, barely had furniture in it. Um, uh, wasn't the best looking kitchen there, everything. Right. I used to go and just clean up, just clean, enjoy the things I have. I didn't have any money. At least I'll have a clean apartment, you know, like. So it's just like you just kind of appreciate the things you do have until you can get to where you need to go because I, I never stopped having goals. I never, you know what I'm saying? So I, I always uh, tried to put something uh, in front of me to say, hey, well, you'll be here one day, right? You'll be there one day. And then, I mean, you get to that point where you, you've actually hit that goal that you talked about, but then in reality, you're still going to want some more, right? You're going to, because you're going to build a new goal off of that goal that you you, you actually accomplished. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, and that's when I, I kind of look at the environment, right? I go for walks and stuff like that. And you just think about, uh, you know, how far have you came so far? Like, what did you use to get this far? You know, how can you improve on making this a stronger, uh, a stronger way to accomplish your goals? Right. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with like the attention and detail type stuff or, or take, taking the time to, to so I don't, um, <laughs> but, like, you, uh, yeah. but uh i will say like if i go on a walk or uh if we're like out and about like just you yeah. see like we're walking downtown or whatever it is i i'm still like a, a hyper observant person like i'll look around i'll see you know what are people doing you know what is you know what's going around or what's going on around me uh that type of stuff uh or like like say if i'm traveling now i'm even in like a an airport like i'll look around and see like how people are dealing with all this uh, airport crab, like how fast people are going. Uh, yeah. How some people seem very chill, very relaxed, uh, stuff like that. I, I'm always trying to like, uh, be observant of others. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I mean, it sounds like you're just being present, present in the moment, right? With yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, I've like, always been like a, a person, like I've never been one to take pictures uh, yeah. or like videos of certain things. I've always wanted to enjoy the moments and yeah. stuff that, that we've had. So like if I'm at a birthday party, or celebrating a birthday if we're yeah. doing like a big celebration like and you graduated like i'm not on my phone like yeah. i, I want to be present i want to be i want to enjoy the experience i don't want to just take pictures or take a picture because we're in that experience just so i can show it to someone that i don't even care about yeah yeah i guess i know i skipped one of our, our points here but like yeah that's uh that being present with others that's that's um the thing what we do at Broken Bow. That's kind of one of those things, right? You're enjoying the company that you have. Like we have all these families together, and we're just enjoying all the company. We the the all the. I mean, because honestly, it's fun to me, and just getting out there, and they have so many trees, and you're just like you're just breathing it all in, and it just seems like everything, all your problems are so far away. You, you can come back to the problems later. It's kind of like so, just being present with those uh the people that you enjoy, you love. Uh, that to me, uh, actually can show you that you have a life better than, than a lot of people. Cause you don't know that successful person, right? What is, what is their relationship with the other people that they have in their life? Do they, do they disconnect completely from these people so they can, so get hard focus in their goals or do they, do they really enjoy, uh, all the people? Cause like everyone that's helped them along the way to help them get to where they need to go. Cause I don't, I don't think that, you know, not every successful person does that. Right. Sometimes we're so hard driven that we just forget all of those things. We don't call our parents. Uh, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm terrible at that. Uh, uh, I don't call my sister on a regular, you know, things like that. I, and, and it's not that I don't want to talk to them. It's just sometimes like I let everything else get in the way. And, yeah. but like, and I, uh, I try my best to, to, you know, reel myself back in, talk to them regardless if, 
you know, the, the conversation that we have might, you know, uh, might not be the one I want to have, but just having that connection with family or have connection with friends and, and, and just being present in the moment, just to understand why, why are we here? Right. And actually you can, uh, some documentaries talk about that, that, that being present with others, having good friendships, having good family, all these different things, you, you actually have a, a longer life, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, and, and I wonder if it's just the stress relief. It's just the stress relief of being around people, you know, uh, um, sipping wine and talking, just yeah. making time for that. Uh, all those things that actually help, you know, make you realize that you do have a good life, you know, yeah. and it's not, it's not about looking at what else, what someone else has. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause when I think about it, right. Even when I had nothing, I had, I had a lot of friends yeah. uh, and we used to go out and drink and we used to go have fun and all this other stuff. And then once you, you start to grow up and then your your goals and things start to shift and then you realize that you have friends but you definitely don't spend the same amount of time yeah. with, with friends yeah i don't know if that's how if you notice that it you know you're like so i mean so when i was like struggling so i didn't have a lot of friends like i had like two friends and yeah it's definitely it, for me it has grown more now as in i've met a lot more people that have a similar outlook yeah so like than i do um so yeah i had to think mine was the opposite where i i had very little friends and then when i started becoming more of myself becoming uh i guess to me a better version of myself is when i i started attracting more people that i think had similar uh, yeah. interests and stuff that i did yeah i mean because well internet probably helps out with that too and then uh it helps you build that confidence to realize that there are other people out there yeah. Like like us that yeah, uh, it's hard to get people to talk about finances or yeah. goals or any any of these things because it they feel like it takes them away from like uh, the pleasures of life. I guess I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, every all anyone ever wants to talk about is like so. For example, right now March Madness. And yeah, a lot of people want to talk about college basketball. I haven't watched college basketball in a long time. I mean, I can keep up with some of them. Like I know how basketball works. I know who's yeah. the top leaders, but other than that, I could really care less yeah. about it uh no i i mean and i wish i had more time to and that's the thing i, I save more time but you can make time for anything I, I just i just don't have uh a way to stream it because i don't pay for it because <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah i tried out i don't know if you uh tried youtube tv but i tried that and then had galore of sports and i was like yeah. all right this would be cool if i knew i was gonna have time to sit down and watch you know, that's yeah. right. so, I just look at the scores of like, say if someone's playing yeah. today, uh, I'll just look at the scores and see how they're doing. So like, uh, I can't remember when NBA and but I think it was like last year, I was looking at, uh, Luca, Luca Donku, uh, or Tom Mavericks. Uh, he's, he's a great player. And I was just looking at, uh, I think it was him versus Golden State or not him, of course, but the Mavericks versus Golden State. And that was a great, yeah. but like, I didn't watch it. I just saw the. The highlights, the the highlights, or, the, or this not even that. I just saw the the stats as they were going on. Other than I knew the game was active, and you know, just seeing like how Luca was doing and how Steph was doing uh, on the opposite side, because I think they're both like incredibly great players. Now I don't like I said I don't really watch the game as often, but uh, just you know, I like people that are really good at what they do, so uh, I don't mind following them. I could care less about the the game as a whole, but I still follow people like Shaq. Shaq is a a great person to listen to because I think he has like a lot of good advice, especially yeah, you know, making it big, making a lot of money, wasting a lot of money, uh, <laughs> building an empire out of it, you know, taking care of his parents, um, you know, and I don't know if you know this, but uh, Shaq is kind of like how Rick Ross is, where he owns a lot of brands, uh, yeah, or owns like a decent amount of stake in certain like brands, or, or we were kind of talking about how like a lot of uh, producers they they own like the music, yeah. and yeah, actually I think he owns a couple. Uh, of the ones that were sold, so yeah, I think Shaq was a good guy. Was yeah, no, and that that's that's definitely see, and that's that's the thing. That's a sign of a, a goal I would like to accomplish, right? But then I'm not looking at his life, right? Yeah. So that's a good that's a good way to look at that, right? Like I, I know his life is totally different than mine, uh, and his path was totally different than mine. But uh, just hearing one of his ideas, and I'm like, okay, yeah, or you telling me about one of the things that he does, uh, it makes me go like, okay, well then. You know, maybe I can see if that that's a goal for me because I, I really want to get into that owning a brand or owning a piece of a brand or just what we were talking about once before, like business acquisitions where you purchase an already thriving business and you make it better or yeah. even a business that's 
probably evaluate it low and then you know how to make it better. Like, but, but all these are like, you know, goals, but they're further down the line goals. Uh, never know, you know, they could pop up sooner, but as I grow mentally to understand how these things work, then, then that's, that's a way that I can, uh, put that in my life. Right. And, and again, I'm not looking at, you know, someone who's already established themselves lives. I'm looking at that as like an example of like, okay, you could do this. You don't know you're going to do it, but you could do this because you may even do better. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, so that, that's kind of like how, I guess in a sense, uh, how I, I kind of look at things. The, uh, I guess the next point is, uh, creating opportunities for joy. Mm. Uh, so what do, what do you do with, to, to help create joy in your life? So I, I will say, I don't really focus. Like I've never really had like a focus on like happiness. Yeah. In general. I, I think I did at some point, like, but then th- there's just been so much, so many times where like, who cares? Like, like how, how important really is happiness. Yeah. Um, but like joy wise, like I enjoy a lot of things. Like I enjoy like working is enjoyment for me. Like I said, I'm a high supportive person. So if there's any opportunity for me to help someone that always provides like the biggest joy, uh, to me, uh, working out, I always enjoy working out. Like I've never had, like I've never gone to work out and been like, Oh man, I hate this. Like, especially when like I have a workout partner, like, you know, went out to, uh, work out with my buddy during a, like president's day. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, yeah, uh, I think sitting down for a good meal is, uh, like very enjoyable for me. Not like, not like just going out just to go out, but like uh, going out to have like let's say a date night or yeah, you know, just like a good meal with a with a friend um, and just enjoying like the restaurant and stuff like that. I think I think those are the things that kind of bring me joy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically for this one, uh, I, I you know I like working on on cars, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. Usually I find some type of project like that, and I think that's because uh, I was looking at a, a article online. I think it's Forbes. It was talking about finding gratitude and challenges. And I think that's probably where mine come in, where I create this joy, uh, you know, from opportunities, right. Or creating opportunities from, uh, for joy. Uh, and, uh, I, when I work on a car, so say I work on a BMW, usually BMWs are uh, a little complicated. Cause like, especially if you look at an older one, uh, sometimes like the error messages throw you off. You don't know exactly what's wrong. Uh, or I remember one car I, I was working on, like none of the dashboard lights work. And then on top of that, I couldn't get in the car through the, uh, the OBD2 connector to, yes. to about, you know, to try to see what's wrong with it. Right. And, and, uh, I, you know, I kept Googling, trying to figure out something and eventually it ended up being something so simple. It just, no one would have thought of it. Wouldn't have figured it out. Right. And it was like, if you go through and disconnect all the, the modules, you'll find out which one is the bad module because oh. everything, because everything was starting to come on. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, it was the, <laughs> to me, it was like the, uh, I was, I, I was kind of ticked about it because it was a module that it helps with safety, but it's not that important. You know, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it was the tire pressure sensor uh, module. Ah, uh, yeah. As soon as I disconnected it, all the lights came back on. And then all the thing you can order used ones like for 30 bucks. I ordered it, ordered a used one, connected it in. Yep. Everything worked fine. I'm like, so, but the thing is it was, it, um, it actually helps you too, especially with our job, right? We have a lot of challenges. We, uh, yeah, a lot of troubleshooting. And if you, you sit there and get defeated by the first wall that you hit, you know, man, you're. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be great at your job. Yeah. But like by, uh, you know, me creating these challenges outside of work, I think kind of helped me with that. Cause I, I tell you, I, my, my, my biggest hobby is that uh, cars and figuring out what's wrong with it and fixing it. And then, uh, I just, sometimes it's just relaxing and go out there and throw some music on and start like changing the brakes, you know, something, yeah. something, right. Uh, changing the oil gets a little messy, but like, you know, <laughs> it depends on how you do it. Yeah. But, but it, yeah. But usually it's those projects. Uh, I've had a project where it was a Mini Cooper. I, I you know, I, I talked to people about this this project before, and it was, I mean, that was a challenge. And it's because everything is all compressed inside the car, mm. and you have to remove a lot of stuff to get to something that you want to actually fix. And mm. but, you know, having those type of challenges, though, to me, it kind of it brings me joy. Yeah, and, and maybe because at the end of the day, I'm so damn tired to do anything else that I I don't have. Uh, I don't worry about anything. My problems all go away because I'm, cause I'm too tired. No. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if you. Yeah, like I said, I know you said you don't do a lot of those type of projects outside of you know outside of work. But I mean, even us doing this, the podcast, right? It's uh, it's something that we're creating. That's yeah. that that brings us joy. And it it, it the people that do listen, it it, it can help them out. 
So, <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, I guess it brings us down to our Rugal and Cheese. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is one I was thinking about uh, because I probably did this before. I don't know if you ever done the brown bag gamble, right? You uh, do it. Do that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left those that have been sitting in the in the fridge for five days or more. You like, uh, I think it's good. You know, nothing's growing on it. Let me say this, and maybe this is lunch. And because like what I do is like I'll I'll put it in the freezer. If like if I don't need it like the next day, I'll try to put it in the freezer. So yeah, to make it last a little bit longer. But if it's something that can't be, then uh, yeah, I might have to roll the dice. My yeah, dice on it. Yeah, so. No, I, I definitely used to do this a lot. I live with my parents, and I, I still do that today. I try I try not to do that only because you really don't know, you know, like yeah. you try to put good things in your body, right? And if it's already getting old, you don't want to, you don't want to have the runs, you know, there, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're clogged up, you know, at least you know there's a short far way to get it up. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, eating old lunch. So I don't know, I when I, it can be frugal, but then I think that's just kind of a, uh, you know, you use that in a cheap mindset because I, I hate wasting food, right? Yeah. But then it's like a scarcity mindset where it's like, all right, I well, uh, get more food. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. But uh, and then I think it's, you know, I, I don't know if you were grow, or you grew up like that, but then it was the same thing for me. It's like, don't, you know, eat all your food, but since yeah. I can't eat all my food, I just go back later. Yeah. Right. So, uh, that's uh, a Southern thing, man. Like a Southern thing is like to, to eat all the food that you've been given. Or yeah, no, it may have been too much, like just eat what you were given. Um, yeah, and like this, like appease the person that that made the food and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, yeah, no, I definitely came from that type of background. But um, I don't know, man, for a little cheap, I, I mean, I guess like so, if, like the opposite of scarcity is abundance. You made an abundance of food, so you get <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, it, and that 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 is a good thing too. So say if you made a bunch of spaghetti, and to me, spaghetti kind of it. You can, if you keep it cold enough, it stays for a good little while. So yeah, yeah. yeah so that that could be a, another thing. And maybe I should try that. Try freezing it instead of like uh, leaving it in the fridge. Yeah. Hope it hope it's still good. <laughs> uh, I, don't know, I don't know how spaghetti will work. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Think about it. they have microwaveable dinners, frozen mm-hmm. spaghetti. That is true. Yeah, yeah some different types of pasta and stuff like that. Yeah. The thing is, they they can vacuum seal it. Can you vacuum seal it? No, man. You got that you light and all, man. It's frozen, but it's all like, you know, frozen. <laughs> yeah. Rough thing. Let's just cause the steam. And, uh, when you, when you exactly. Look at that. See? Look at that. Look. Look at that. There's our product right there. We're going to sell old spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> That's what take-home meals. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, so thank you everyone for listening. Uh this is a this is Craig and Jay signing off the Troubleshoot Light Podcast. We'll see you next week. Next week. <laughs> you, 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 you didn't want to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>